It is that post show. It's the show that's after the the one that we just did. Luke, Kev, we're back. Show after the show. It's post the show. last post show. post show. Tell your friends. It's the last free one. Yeah. After that, we're coming for your money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Pay up, motherfucker. You know, I like. I mean, I like to say I, I could do this, but like, you know, subscriptions to things, mm-hmm. the equipment, it all costs money, and I would, I'd love to break even. God, that'd be the dream. <laughs> dream. For for this not to take time and all the money, yeah, <laughs> everything cool. I own. No, this is great, and I, you know, and it's one of those things whereby, thankfully, it's just post shows. Don't worry, everybody. Our normal weekly content and our news episodes and our game club episodes will all remain completely available to you. As long as I remember to edit them and put them online. <laughs> there we go. Uh, so, uh, Kev, you mentioned at the end of our last episode quite briefly, uh, very briefly, in terms of wearing headphones and getting scared. Mm-hmm. You mentioned The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. Now, we won't do... Oh, spoilers. I mean, it's hard to tell. Because I, I want to talk to you guys about like how much we're loving the show right now. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Spoilers, no spoilers? I mean, people... We're on a gaming podcast, so I'm yeah. assuming the people that we're talking to are people who have already played the game you and know how so. the story's going. Yeah. But I actually found, it's funny that you say that, I found, I I don't know when I played The Last of Us for the first time, but I don't think it's that long ago, Mm -hmm. and obviously it's such a massive game, that there's aspects of the show that when I'm watching it, I'm like, did that, is that part of the game like like was that character in in this game and then yeah. i go back on youtube and i find like the side-by-side comparisons which i would highly recommend oh, they're great taking a look some at scenes it. are done oh like God. like shot frame for shot. frame yeah, yeah. It, it, it's unbelievable the detail that's gone into it and then like the similarity of the of the of the characters sorry of the actors to the to the, the to the characters from 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 the game what do you think of um bella ramsey and pedro pascal as joel i mean did you have any reservations before the show started either of you I had some reservation, not about Bella Ramsey, but about Pedro Pascal. Just, but like he, not that I thought he was going to be bad, but Pedro kind of always surprises me every time he goes into a new role and is really good. I'm like, oh wow, yeah, he's an actor; he can do all these different things. And I had the exact same thing with Joel, where I was like, I don't know, Pedro Pascal is Joel. I don't know if it's going to be. And then from like episode one, I was like, oh yeah, he's Joel. That's that's Joel. Yeah, I think he's pretty much hit the nail on the head with it. Like yeah. he he's so good. Like. He is a professional actor, so I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah you, I mean, you would hope he's going to do a better job than I would. Like, well, like I think we were saying that when we did like the adaptations um, episode, that like he just is going from strength to strength. So when I saw he was cast in it, that for me was like a saving grace of oh, they're really taking this seriously because yes. he's he's top of the list. Like yeah. he's he's a list at the moment. Like once you know his 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 rise after doing Mandalorian mm-hmm. was huge. Yeah, and yeah. like. You know, especially for an actor, like for people to still know it's Pedro Pascal, even though you don't get to see the guy's face, mm-hmm. is credit to him. Yeah. You know? And I think with, with Bella Ramsey as well, you know, like visually, does she look like uh, Ellie? Like maybe, maybe not so much, but like she is just a top actor. And when she was in, was it Game of Thrones? She yes. probably really first came to prominence. She was an absolute boss in that. Yeah. yeah. So to see her get it, I was just like, you just know she's going to smash Interesting that role. fact, Bella Ramsey's first job, first ever job, Game of Thrones. Oh, literally first one out of the blocks. Yeah. That is amazing. I mean, pretty yeah. impressive. And like, yeah, as you said, she she played a, she played a pretty badass character yeah. in Game of Thrones. Yeah. And like a very much a, firmly a fan favorite. I think a lot of people said that her character in the later seasons was one of the better things of yeah. the la- the ending t- of, of the show as well. Uh, what was her, what was her house again? 
Um, oh, the game. Oh, it was Mormont. How's Mormont? Mormont, yeah. She was related to Jorah and she was Bear Island. Bear well. Island, that's what it was. She yeah, just yeah, calls everyone out in her yeah. first scene. Yeah. And she's yeah. like, you're a dick, you're a dick. <laughs> she's amazing. Yeah. She's and so she good. she does, I think, you're, you're right, kind of visually, uh, Pedro Pascal, they've made look very much like mm-hmm. Joel, whereas uh, I wouldn't say Bella Ramsey's a ringer for um, Ellie. No. Um, but that being said, she plays. I mean, you and me watched episode five, Luke, last only last night. We were a little bit behind. Ooh. Oh, her acting. Oh, her acting she was in that, great. That She's amazing. She blew me away. I just kept pulling attention to how how they used her to like tell the story and how good she was. I guess we're not doing spoilers then. If we're going to, we may as well say that now. Like we say it one way or the other. Now, Are we doing spoilers? Or are we not doing spoilers? Well, See, this is the problem with the post show. I we do yeah. zero preparation. We haven't even decided this. I suppose like, what's there? I suppose there is a lot to give away, isn't there? There's been a lot of people coming in and out of it already. I'd say I'd say we avoid spoilers. I know that's kind of a buzzkill, but like, and it's good to tell people up front in case they are afraid to keep listening. Yeah, that's so fair. Do you know? Um, but just to avoid spoilers because it is quite new. It is quite fresh. I could very much imagine myself not having watched it by now if I wasn't watching it. Like, if I didn't have access to the episode through you guys. Yeah. So. I don't know. Well, unless, uh, yeah, I'm. I could be. No, convinced. no, no. We will save. We'll save spoilers. Yeah. We'll, we'll just talk about kind of um, the episodes. I mean, the episodes that we liked and things that, that we liked that we did without overly yeah. going. You don't need to go into spoilers. detail. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I think even playing the game. Uh, so the first episode again, trying my best not to put spoilers out there, but introduces us to the world entering what is essentially yeah. its apocalypse or whatever. You know, yeah. it's uh, end of days. And I think there's another movie, World War Z. Yeah. And that, I've never read the book, but I've only watched the the movie. But that's one of my favorite films from a perspective of like, it's happening right now. Mm -hmm. Like the end of the world or the end of the world as we know it is happening right now. And you're kind of visualizing it through Brad Pitt's character and his family in that moment, which I think is class. And I think The Last of Us does a very good job of that as well. In that moment where like, you know, it's uh, Joel and his daughter going about their day-to-day mm-hmm. lives and there's little nods to certain things that aren't going okay or yeah. weird little stuff that's happening. And I think they do that beautifully in that. Like, because they, they do that more in the show than they did in the game. They yeah. kind of enter into all that. Like, the, the, the first episode is a much bigger opening, a much longer opening than the video game had and i yeah. think it serves the series as a whole a lot better and i absolutely love it as well and i think again i'm gonna keep going back to it because it's still such an interesting thing to to look at but the side by sides on youtube of the first episode with um joel and his daughter when things take a turn for them holy shit like it's so accurate to what they did yeah. in the game and like the That's way cool. they capture it as well but like again like he's such a good actor but the emotion from him early on in that episode yeah. is just and it's heart-wrenching what, what's really good about that as well or what's really kind of promising about that is is that they they themselves now i know neil Druckmann who wrote and you know the last of us games and directed the last of us games he's i'm not quite sure kind of what role he has in it i think he's an executive producer but that title is always yeah. quite ambiguous generally yeah, yeah. speaking but the quality of the story that was written for the game mm-hmm. is clearly so good that this tv show is not only is it not deviating from certain scenes too much it's literally copying scenes yeah. because the game version the original version is just that good yeah and like i suppose it, it kind of opens the door for like a new audience of people to get to experience this form of media that they otherwise would never have never have seen or never have heard of like they might have heard of the game but a lot of people just wouldn't play it because gaming might yeah. be their thing but it, now they literally get to experience this in, amazing story. interesting fact is the and this is such it's such clever uh marketing from naughty dog they remade the last of us back in 
October, November last year. So Last of Us Part 1 got remade in the video game with, with like PlayStation 5 graphics. Uh, sales of The Last of Us uh, Part 1, or the remake or whatever else, increased 268% after I'm the first couple surprised. of weeks of the TV show. Yeah. I'm just not surprised yeah, really. at all. Yeah, it's amazing. Do you remember? I sent, it, I sent Aaron a picture the other day. It would almost make you cry. It was, uh, it was uh, a, a picture of someone talking like GameStop or wherever they were. And you could see the old oh. price on an, uh, 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 like the original version <laughs> of The Last of Us. And yeah. it, was like, it was like $9.99. And then it had been like scratched out and replaced with like $49.99. And a little sticker saying, based off the hit TV show. Oh <laughs> my like, no, God. You no. morons. It's based on, oh yeah. That's the just, TV that show's just... based off the game. <laughs> <laughs> you idiots. Um, but yeah, I think it's been class. And I think what they've done is they've taken, there's a couple episodes that deviate quite a lot from what the game did. But for me, only in positive ways. Mm. We won't give any spoilers, but like the Bill and Frank episode is a far removed from what Ooh. happens in the game. And yeah. that as a storyline is... Um, what I'm really liking about it as well is The Last of Us as a as a game, and it's called The Last of Us because it's, it's, it's about survivor stories. It's not mm. necessarily about the zombie apocalypse, but like people trying to live mm. in that world. And it, with the game, you had the story of Joel and Ellie and they brought out some DLC with like other characters like Riley and things like that to show other survivor stories. But what I love is, is the TV show is giving you kind of loads of background on so many other characters to show their stories. Yeah. And all the stories are so unique. Like we watched episode five there and we saw the story of like uh, Henry and Sam mm -hmm. and they delved into their relationship and what happened to them before they meet Joel and Ellie more than the game ever did. Yeah. And it's bits like that where I'm like, oh, that's so beautifully done in terms of, it isn't, you know, there is scary moments and it is kind of the, the clickers are there, the zombies, the infected are there. But the story, the, the whole thing is based on like just like the last of us, people trying to survive yeah. that world and like individual stories of, you know, like, you know, two brothers trying to survive or Joel and Ellie, like the father figure trying yeah. to help this daughter that isn't his daughter through the all that kind of stuff is just so beautifully done as well. I'm really enjoying those aspects of it. Could you could you guys see uh like a, a new wave happening of adaptations after that this could you imagine that because this is so successful in the mainstream do you I think like i suppose it would really depend on like the quality of the game like like the game story has to just be great for it to work exactly like, all other adaptations don't work you've absolutely nailed it it all depends on what it is they're adapting well yeah. i i don't think that's true like in order for it to be successful i think that's true mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that's not going to stop them from taking any old game and adapting no, it. No, 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 sure. no. Yeah. Listen, oh, sorry. In terms of answering your question, do I think more ad adaptations, good, bad, or otherwise are going to happen after this? <laughs> yeah. Yes. A million yeah. percent. Yeah, yeah a million definitely percent. happening. But do I think there'll be loads of good ones? No, because I think it comes down to the quality of the game. Yeah. They've already talked about a um, God of War TV show <laughs> and a Horizon TV show. And I'm a lover of the Horizon video games. That should not be adapted to TV. As for God of War, however, from a narrative perspective and from relationships, I can see that translating very well that to television. That would work. And I like, do think it would work. And people were big fans of like Vikings and, Nor mm. and like those those TV shows and the, yeah. the Norse mythology and, and you know, Norse mythology in these ones, um, but like you're talking about Greek mythology, if you're mm. taking the God of War story as a whole, that, that sells. And I can see that doing, I would like to think that would do well. Also, if anybody's picking up background noise um, of little jingly <laughs> balls or bottle caps, I'm afraid my cats um, hit like the excited hour so apologize <laughs> for any background noises 
Uh, how funny would it be if God of War gets announced and Pedro Pascal is playing Kratos? <laughs> he'd, be, <laughs> he'd be such a such a, uh, the worst. The worst that could happen is that they get. Um, I keep forgetting his name, but the guy who voiced Kratos is the worst thing they could do is to get him to come back and do it because if he had to talk on talk shows or whatever else, they could not get that guy to shut up. Christopher Judge. Christopher <laughs> Judge, the guy I, who just can't stop talking. You know, I only know him as Tilk. Well, I know him Tilk Kratos, but I call him Tilk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that was uh, it. Was funny because uh, when we were watching the the show the game awards where he made the hilariously big long speech uh craig i was watching it with craig and craig didn't know that the guy who voiced kratos was tilk and craig oh, was like no. you mean tilk from stargate i was like yeah and he was i love that actor and then he went up and did the speech which made us all feel very awkward and weird because <laughs> it went on for ages and craig was like i can't believe you told me he was tilk he's ruined forever and i was like i'm sorry craig but yes a pedro pascal playing no not only should he play kratos he should also play aloy from horizon <laughs> <laughs> that'd be great they already did the snl sketch where he was playing mario adaptation. that was great who, that was who so would good. you cast as kratos if you could Carte, bl- carte blanche here. You can get any actor. It's a tough one because I think the thing that I love about Kratos so much is that voice that Christopher... Um, is it Judge? Christopher Judge? Pretty sure it's Christopher Judge. Judge, yeah. That he brings to Kratos like that whole boy and the, yeah. the real like the... Because he isolates himself from everybody around him just with his tone alone almost in a sense that whoever I would pick to act, I would have... I mean, I'm only saying this because I don't know if I'd like him to do it, but I'm only saying this because he played Bane. But that's oh, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Um, with that voice, I think Tom Hardy could do a, a good Kratos. I think Tom Hardy's probably got the build for a Kratos mm-hmm. as well. Um, someone like that. But I think I'm not so work. I, like if if they were to do a TV show, I don't. I'm not t- too pushed to don't get someone who's jacked to fuck to play Kratos. Yeah. I'm, that's not important to me. But they need to have someone who could deliver like Christopher Judge yeah. did as a voice actor in that show because that to me is a huge part of Kratos as a character. Yeah, for sure. What about you, Luke? You you got any ideas? No, not not too many. The first one that comes to my mind is maybe Dave Bautista. He was who I was thinking of. Oh, yeah? Yeah, like genuinely, because like, you know, he obviously fits the bills. Like, yes. there's no doubt yeah. about that. And like, I know he's probably always going to be seen as like a wrestler turned actor. Mm. But when you see him in more of some of the serious stuff he is doing, like he did that Knives Out film, like he can he can hold yes. his own against Any some kind, big actors. Even in that he did get cast as kind of the idiot yeah, kind of muscly guy. But I'd love to see him... He's in the new... Cabin in the Woods, whatever that one is called. Yeah, the fucking M. Night Shyamalan, new M. Night Shyamalan movie. Oh, yeah. And it looks like he might have a bit more range in that, but I'd love to see him, like, actually break into a serious role like yeah, that yeah because it like was unfortunate deliver. I mean, great for cool. him that he, he appeared in such a great marvel um f- film franchise and playing drax mm-hmm. and guardians but unfortunately things like that can typecast you very early on yeah. in your acting career uh he'd be i don't know if i'd i don't know if he could deliver the credits that i'd want okay based on what i've seen yeah. but as you said he's been typecast pretty much most of his yeah he's a big stuff. guy yeah and he's always just gonna be that guy and um, did you ever play the horizon games Kev? no it's on it's on the ever expanding list um no i haven't gotten around to it yet mm. but um i've only heard fantastic things forbidden west is, is amazing i'm just trying to think who i would um get to play do you know who she looks like i always, is this the the, the lead she looks yeah, like think, uh, rose leslie from game of thrones who played john snow yeah yeah the yeah, 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 yeah. Girlfriend, yeah. yeah that's immediately who i thought of yeah. as well yeah, and i haven't like played her as but yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah she'd be she'd be pretty good and she's she's qu- she plays quite a tough a tough character in game of thrones and aloy's kind of a take no take no shit kind of gal as well so i think yeah she'd be a good mm-hmm. she'd be a good shout actually but yeah it's one of those ones where um not to say i'm done with the post-apocalyptic kind of 
genre, the zombie genre. Um, not that there isn't zombies in in Horizon, but as a as a TV show, I just don't know if that's going to sell. We talk about adaptations. Got to work be a good one, Luke. <laughs> Sorry, I'm dying over here. He's he's <laughs> he's choking on my take currently. That's what he's doing. Dave Bautista. <laughs> How dare you? Uh, no, um, I think Got to Work would be a good one. Horizon, I think, would be a bad one. Okay. I, because it comes down to should it be made? I can't believe that Halo series is being made and is being released and is maybe all out and I couldn't care less. <laughs> like I have yeah, no drive to watch it. It just doesn't feel like the sort of one that will translate. I don't, I don't know no. what it is. It just doesn't feel like it'll work. And I think there's also a Call of Duty movie sla- or oh, a TV sh- show on way. And it's like, what are you going to do with it? Like, I know yeah. there's a storyline there, but like, are you really going to get that? The only other there? adaptation I'm interested in, guys, is a Super Mario movie. <laughs> it needs to be redone properly. Like, I, th- I think it's going to be good. I'm starting to turn a corner on that. I just think it'll be fun. Like, yeah. it's just people have lots of problems with the voices. And I get that because in a lot of the scenes, it's Chris Pratt playing yeah. Chris Pratt as opposed himself. to playing Mario yeah, yeah. but uh, and you and me talked about Illumination Studios as a, yeah. as a whole just being a, a great um, yeah, studio Luke and I can imagine them doing a great job on yeah so fingers crossed fingers crossed it delivers um, <clears throat> I'd love to it is a bit still feels like a bit of a shame about the Chris Pratt delivery from the trailers but maybe he'll maybe you'll watch a bit of it and you won't care anymore like you know mm. the way you I don't know if you ever watched like subbed stuff and it feels like the only way to watch it and you watch the dub and for a little bit it kind of feels wrong yeah but then you just get used to it and yeah. you don't even think about it anymore i think it might be like that with chris mm-hmm. pratt after a bit of listening but it's just such a shame because y'all heard the french yes. voice actor when that came out when the trailer came out he's just he's, so he's mario yeah well oh, he, is he, he doing he, it properly yeah, is he? He, yeah uh, he's he's yeah. playing it exa- it is the the guy they have playing mario in the french uh, dub oh, of the okay. games and he's the actor for the movie and he sounds like mario That's it's great. it's kind of, it's great but it's a little heartbreaking that we have not mario. Do you know what i'm hoping though i'm hoping that the studio pulled a little sneaky uh, sonic the hedgehog style yeah. and he's gonna do it with an italian twang at least and just the trailers that we've seen so far Are him doing fake. his real generating controversy american boy voice man i'm so on the the conspiracy wagon that the Sonic movie was made the way it was released the whole time, and they just yeah. did the trailer for oh, it. No, I, I'm totally on board with no that. No way, movie. really. I'm totally on board. I, with felt, it. I just want tinfoil hats on. Here yeah. we go. <laughs> I, I feel like a conspiracy nut when I talk about that, but I'm so certain that's how they did it. Like I don't know. There's no way from. they could have got it that wrong without realizing why. I, I was going back to yeah. it, the way the world is at the minute. I wholeheartedly believe that they could have gotten it that wrong. I wholeheartedly believe they could have gotten that wrong because I think for some things, and Sonic was a success, thankfully. I mean, after they changed the CGI, yeah. but as a movie, it was like this isn't utter crap. It's actually yeah, watchable. Geez. The first one and, and the second one, apparently, I haven't. I've got it on my t- to, to watch list, and um, people said the second one's quite good as well. And to me, it's this thing where I think a lot of those films and adaptations. Is why I worry about adaptations is that it's being made because they know it can make a quick book. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. the likes of Sonic, where it was like, oh, you know, the boardroom of dudes in suits and cigars, being like, give, give them real human teeth. <laughs> People be able to re- relate to that because humans have teeth. Something, something stupid and mundane like that. Until the internet was like, this is not the sonic that we grew up with and it shouldn't be and that's the thing that i always wonder is just like how many people had to see that like picture and say yeah let's let's go with that yeah, like like how many how many boardrooms did that like slip through or no one why did no one say no yeah throw some money at me <laughs> <laughs> uh, so i mean we, we did say we'd talk about the last of us but to kind of throw it uh to finish up our little post show on a on a final comment from the last of us luke I don't, I'm not going to ask you to pick an arbitrary number out of the hat between 1 and 10, 
But pick a number between one and ten, Luke. What would you write? <laughs> what would I write? It's not arbitrary. It's my writing. Okay, I'm assigning value to it. Yes. Um, last was currently for me eight out of ten. Eight. Nice. Okay, yeah. and we're all up to date, so we've all watched up to episode yeah. five, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, all right, Kev. I think I'm going to have to go with a solid nine at this point. Ooh, and I, like, all right. Like, I love the source material. I think what they've put into it has just been fantastic. And I think the thing that's really making it so great for me is that like me and Tara sit down and watch it together yeah. and you know I've been trying to convince her like oh come watch come watch me play Hogwarts Legacy you know and like all this and she won't get into it and now I'm like yeah you, this is this is gaming you can enjoy this this is great we yeah. do it together it's very fun <laughs> yeah yeah that is that it's a nice bridge yeah. yeah yeah I think for myself I'd probably be around the I think the seven mark Seven and a half, seven point five. I really, I got really, really solid seven point five. I've got a couple of issues, but I think some of the how the early episodes looked. I think I, I might have had this conversation with you already, Luke. But a lot of it looked very set-y. like a lot of the, oh, the like green the, screen. The, the, yeah, it looked like it very much looked like they the were backdrop. on a set. Yeah, yeah. Some I, of the kept, I kept thinking stuff. that as well with all like the derelict buildings. But a bit. if they're trying to create the game that mm-hmm. came out, of course, you're gonna have to do that. So maybe that's a bit harsh, me. But uh, to finish on favorite episode so far of the five. Oh, three. Three. Episode three. Totally agree. 100%. And you know what? That's one of the lower rated ones if you look it up on IMDb. That's because online people are trolls and horrible bigoted fools. trolling is so bigotry. Yeah, that's what it is. um, Not our listeners, though. They're great. amazing, amazing episode. (laughs) What they do with it, the the, the addition of the backstory Mm -hmm. that I didn't really know I needed, but I loved that. I got it. It was amazing. Darren? Uh, It's a toss between three and five. Yeah, it's has been three and five. Five, I think, was so expertly done as a. I mean, I, I talked to you guys at the beginning about how I love that they're survivor stories, mm-hmm. and uh, I loved what they did with the survivors we see in this episode. And it kind of, you know, it's it's that classic thing where that movies do or films do and and TV shows, and you think everything's going okay, and all of a sudden, bam! And this one does it in probably one of the more heart wrenching ways that I was like, yeah, that's accurate and. Say accurate. I mean, we're not living in a mm-hmm. mushroom-filled <laughs> apocalypse world. But uh, if things were to be bad, that's how bad they could be. And I yeah. like how they did. And like I said, Bella Ramsey's acting in that episode is phenomenally good. Yeah, yeah. I love incredible. the way we all picked what are without a doubt the hardest episodes to get through emotionally. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. they really yeah. just are. But yeah. I mean, that just goes to show you if it can make you feel. You yeah. know, you're watching something good. Like mm-hmm. you know, if it can make you feel all those kind of ways. But that's been the post show. That's the show that came after the normal show. And we've kind of talked for a little bit longer than we normally would. But Enjoy. I enjoy our post show. After this, you're gonna have to pay money. This, next time, next time when the post show starts, we're gonna go give give us your money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, punk, where's your lunch money? Then you don't get to listen to it until <laughs> you give us your money. But uh, listen, Kev, Luke, really appreciate you guys sticking around for a post show. Sorry for jumping on yeah, you. Thanks. Um, man. Oh, anytime. Uh, but listen, we will uh, hear y'all, listen to y'all. No, we won't be doing the hearing or listening. We're the ones talking. Uh, you can listen to us and hear us next week on another episode of the Gifted Gaming Podcast. Guys, it's been great. Peace out, everybody. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.